everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can be not easy, and tries to make it a little bit more easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So today we are going to talk about publishing options, which doesn't sound like necessarily something that would be, you know, kind of in the milieu of our, our podcast. We kind of talk about, you know, encouraging you and calming you down and not so much the nuts and bolts. But um, I'll tell you for sure, uh, this stuff gives me serious anxiety. I have, I gotta tell you, I have so many books that I have finished that I just don't submit anywhere. I like, they just, I, and I, I like, I finished a book. I'm like, oh, okay. And then just started another one because it's much easier to write a book than to sell it. Um, yep. So I'm really excited about this topic because um, I think it will be a great therapy session for me. And that's really the important part. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I am, this is so the opposite of who I am. Cause like when I finished, I was like, boom, everybody look at my book here, take my book, sell my book. It's a masterpiece, right? Like I was just so like throwing my work out there, um, maybe even too early. And so uh -huh. it, it just, it shocks me when I hear that people have like published mul or written multiple books, completed multiple books and not pursued any kind of publication or they get really like intimidated by it. And then I was like, oh, this is, this is a trend. This is something that a lot of oh, writers yeah. struggle with. And so I think we can unpack that and we can also demystify some of the uh, questions and the process of publication because it can feel really intimidating and it, it doesn't is, have It to is be. really intimidating. It doesn't just feel intimidating. It is intimidating. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It does not have to be. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I think the first thing everyone tries is the, is the uh, traditional pub, trad pub, where you need to write a query. You query agents. Uh, the agents reject you. And then you give up. That's basically the process as I know it. Um, that's kind of how I've been doing it. And then you go write something else, right? That's, am I missing something here? <laughs> yeah, no, that that is the right process. I think it's intimidating because there are gatekeepers, right? And there is a ton of rejection. So people just get caught up in the, I get one or two rejections. I'm a horrible writer. This is never going to work for me. And it's uncomfortable to get a rejection or to get ghosted and not hear anything at all for months at a time. And you just think, why am I bothering and go back to writing? Cause that's a safe space. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what happens. I, you know, you get that, you know, you, you, you have to like get all the right, the right things. Cause they don't ask for the same kind of thing every time, you know, like, okay, you have your query and then some agents want no pages. Some want 10 pages. Some want your first chapter. Some want five pages. Some want 20 pages. Um, and you have to get that right. And then some people want you to not query someone else in the agency when if they've already queried you know, them. And then some people want you to use this as a line. And then sometimes and you have to look at their wish list and they're so specific. And you're like, I don't know, is this this? And then finally, you're like, they don't want it. They, they don't they're not interested. Nobody cares. And it's difficult for me to remember that these people got into this business because they love books and they love authors. Because <laughs> it seems to me uh, they don't like and, and just all these flashbacks, right, of Mean Girls. And, you know, just it's terrible. They love authors. <laughs> they, and they're like everybody's searching for that diamond in the rough. And you have to remember, like, I, I especially have to do this when I moved out to L.A. and started talking with, you know, film and television producers. It's the same thing. And you think rejection is high in the publishing industry, there's a whole nother level in film and television. And 
But the thing is that it's not, the no isn't about the quality of your work and it's not, um, you know, about validating your skills as a writer. The no is like, we, we have another author that writes similar content and we can't sell two books that are similar in nature or we only have 20 slots. So I've got to find the book that meets this criteria, right? And so mm -hmm. it's hard to take that personal out of the, and, and think of this as a business, but it is a business. And that's what I tell a lot yeah. of people. It's like, you have to stop thinking about this as the passion. This is not the passion side of this. This is the business side of it, especially if you're trying to do traditional publishing. And you have to recognize mm -hmm. that the no isn't about you. And when you start to realize that, it's easier to continually submit and get those rejections because it only takes one yes. That's a good point. It's 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 more just it's not about um, getting acceptance or anything like that. It's just like matching. You're just trying to mm -hmm. match up. Yeah. You're like, is this the right one? No. Is this the right one? No. Is this the right one? No. You're not. It's you don't need to lament over the that not being the right one or the reason it's the wrong one or or it has something to do with quality or anything like that. It's just like nope, this isn't a match. This isn't a match, which is still so hard to do. <laughs> It's 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 still upsetting, but I, I, like I'm to the point where I want to hire someone else to do it for me. Yeah, we call those agents, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but then they won't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you want an agent? <laughs> that, yeah, I sure would. I need an agent for my agent. I need an agent, agent. I feel like though we should talk about like what traditional publishing is, like who the traditional publishers yeah. are, and the, like the difference, right? So you said that everybody often starts there; that's the first place that they go, and that's because traditional publishers are sort of the big. There's sort of what five or six big publishers that own almost like eighty or ninety percent yeah. of the books that are produced. So when we're talking about fiction, there's not a ton of publishers, but there's a ton of imprints which are housed mm -hmm. under a larger publisher and they focus on usually a specific genre, right? So there's an imprint for science fiction and there's like Avon Romance and there's like all of these little imprints that do a similar type of book or story. And, you know, mm -hmm. it can be very overwhelming to look at all the imprints and be like, oh, well, they don't, they only take agent and manuscripts and these ones don't, these ones will do open submissions and getting into that nitty gritty is overwhelming and that's why you want an agent <laughs> because the agent knows yeah. who's buying what and when, what the right price points are and and they get you through that door. So like when, mm -hmm. you know, Mary's talking about the query process, like a lot of times that's querying and pitching agents who will then mm -hmm. represent your work. And that's the reason people tend to do that first because that's kind of what's most familiar. Like that's what you know, you go to the bookstore, those books are most likely uh, traditionally published books. Now, the thing is, is people don't go to bookstores anymore, unfortunately. It's a different yeah. world. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's not the same way. So what other... Okay, so let's say I really do kind of decide, like, no, no, I, this this whole thing is not what I, I want to... I don't want to play that game. I don't want to... I don't... You, you know, not, not because I'm afraid to query, right? Because that's not a valid reason. But maybe because of other reasons, might I try something else? And what? Yes. <laughs> there are other options, <laughs> right? And that's where we get into self-publishing and indie publishing. I yeah. personally, and even that can be intimidating. I think that anybody can self-publish. Anybody can self-publish. It's easy. Like the platforms are there. If you can post to social media, you can self-publish a book. It's not that hard. 
Um, indie publishing is a whole different thing because if you just want, if you have one book and you're just like, I wanted to publish this book and have a hard copy or a printed copy in my house before I die and check it off my bucket list, that's easy. But if you want to be making a part-time or full-time career and money off of your books and have a fan base or go to conferences, like that's indie publishing and it's still a business. So like you still have to start thinking of it as a business, but it's not impossible to do. So if there is one thing that scares me more than the query process, it is indie publishing. Because I imagine that I will uh, do all this work, spend all this money to get my book published, and then, ta-da, and crickets. And then there's something I'm supposed to be doing, and I don't know what it is. So that's my other fear of you know, how do I how do I do that part then if that's better? And, you know, sometimes I look at it and I think it might be better because there are advantages, right? You you get more of the profit. You have a ton more control over everything. Um, you have control over everything because it's all you. Um, and so it seems like you don't worry about gatekeepers because there is none. But then you got to sell the damn thing. And I, <laughs> that's also scary. Yeah. There's the promotion piece, which was the thing that I did not like. <laughs> I I really hate it. It's hard to it's hard for a lot of writers, including myself, to promote ourselves to say like, hey, this is good and you should read it. When people ask me about my books, I'm like, ooh, why would you want to read those? I like you don't want to read my books. Like I am the worst salesman in the world, which makes it difficult for me to be indie published. I don't even know who I who would ask me. No one's gonna ask me about my books. Like, what do I have to write a t shirt that says ask me about my books? I mean Oh, you don't even know surprised. how to get that started. No, people will yeah. ask you. Like, if as soon as you say, "Oh, I like I write," like then the people go, "Oh, what do you write? Where can I get your books? What do you what are, you, what are your books about?" Yeah. Like people, especially in your network, there are tons of people who would love to know and buy your books and who you talk about them. If you're on social media and you mention it, like people ask me all the time, and I'm like, "Stop! Don't." <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> talk about my books. That's the, that's the wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing that scares me. It's just like having a garage full of these books and being like, okay, well, now what? And then like, you, you, do you send them out to people? Like, or do you work through a distributor? Or, uh, uh? So there are a lot of, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of like what I call cottage industry, like organizations or companies that have been designed mm-hmm. to prop up the indie book selling marketplace, right? So there's editors, there's cover designers, like people who just do cover designs for indie books, mm-hmm. right? There's um, like Draft Digital, which is a wonderful um, book that helps or company that helps you distribute distribute your books. And mm, okay. the great thing about that is like you can upload your manuscript in, in the right format and it will then connect it to the Apple store. It'll connect it to well, it used to do Barnes and Noble, like it will connect it to all of those other outlets. So you don't have to have 10 accounts for every single distributor. And it oh, also okay. has like a connection to overdrive now. So you can get your books in the library. So there's a lot of different things, um, organizations and companies that are making the process easier than it was five or 10 years ago when it was first starting. And you really did have to hustle and go to people and say, put my book in your store, put my book in your library. Now that's, um, it's been a little bit more streamlined and there's a lot of tools and groups that, where you can get advice and promote together and find book bloggers. It, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. All right. So that's a little bit better. That's a little less scary. And now this is, this is both print book and print books and eBooks, right? It's not just eBooks. Yeah. 
because ebooks are a little easier, right, to self-publish, or am I? Is that a, a, a false statement? I think they're both e they're both easy, actually. Okay, <laughs> they're both I guess successfully self-published. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I would say like the thing that keeps people from doing print books or doing a ton of them because they're print on demand. So you send yeah. a file over and they don't print it until somebody order orders it and then you can order them at a discount and take them with you to conventions, you know, when we were going in person okay. to do book signings. Like that's where you end yeah. up with extra books that are yours. Um, or if you're doing like giveaways or raffles or things like that. But otherwise people buy on demand when they want it They and they print it on demand. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I don't understand. Actually, I don't understand why that's not the standard because seriously, the, the technology is so fast now. You can just go, whoop, here it is. Yeah. It, it looks great. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. That's a little less, a little less scary for me. Um, I had another question. I can't remember what it was. So another abject terror. Oh, I know what it was. Yeah. I don't want to be that person at the convention who's sitting in the dealer's room trying to sell their books. <laughs> Please don't tell yeah. me I have to do that because I can't do that. That's awful. Yeah. Like I always walk past those people like putting my hand over my, my face, you know, just like, I don't want to look at you. Oh God. This is so awkward. I, you know, I thought I would love book signings and I hated them. And that's because the introvert in me was terrified of that of what you're describing, of being at a table with like a stack of books. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows my name. Like a few people come over, but like I just found it so agonizing and I stopped doing it um, because it wasn't necessarily enough to like if I enjoyed it and just enjoyed talking to people, then I would say like do it. Mm -hmm. Like regardless of whether you yeah. sell it, like you're enjoying the time and the space. So like that's great. But if it if it makes you break out in hives, then don't do yeah. it. It's okay. There's like plenty of other ways that people can find your books. And there's some people who are like, you know, total hermits and recluses and like, like they never come out, yeah. they never do public appearances. And the reality is the same thing can happen if you're traditionally published. Like if people don't know yeah. you, like very few authors are like household names that people know and go out to meet. Yeah, because I mean, like when I think about when I bought a book, it's it's usually not because the author told me to, you know, <laughs> like it's it's because it's sort of come up, you know, obviously word of mouth. Everyone loves word of mouth. Yeah. So it's it's just intimidating. Like, I don't know. But I think a part of me wants to just like try because like I literally I have all these books sitting around that I've written because <laughs> I'm such a chicken. Um, like, what if I just took one and, and tried to indie publish it and see what happened? And, you know, what what would that be? Try it out. What's the worst that could happen? It, it It's no worse that it's happening now. Where it's just sitting in my computer doing nothing. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Worth a shot? I mean, that's how I did my first novel. Like, I wrote it while we were in school over, like, the holiday mm -hmm. break. I actually think I wrote it in NaNoWriMo. And then I spent, like, a month and a half going through the editing process. And I was just like, I'm in school. So I'm learning and I considered it just like if you go to film school and they're like, oh, you're going to make your own student film. I was like, I'm going to make my own book. <laughs> like, I'm going to figure this out. Okay. Yeah. And I think if you set your expectation, like, this is just about me learning and figuring out if I like this and, you know, getting some of my work out there so that people can read it, even if it's only my immediate circle, that's totally acceptable mm -hmm. as a, like, this is how I'm going to define success for this project. Um, and I think that it can get really intimidating because 
I remember there was a time when everybody's like, you have to publish six books and it's got to be within a three month period. So you've got to write all of this stuff and then release it strategically. So the algorithms like will bounce you into the top 100 of Amazon. And I, you know, like you don't have to take that kind of crazy kamikaze approach. Yeah, this is, I'm not trying to pay the bills here. This is just a thing. Yeah. You know, that, that to kind of get me started, I'm getting my feet wet. Of course, the other fear that's come up now as I'm thinking of that is is worse than if people don't read it is what if they do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the life of writers, right? I don't want you. Yeah. I want you to read it. I want you to read it. But I don't really want you to read it because I don't want to know what you think about it. <laughs> Well, unless you love it, in which case then you can tell me. But of course, if I, yeah, I know that if you don't tell me, that means you don't love it. And so you know what? We'll just skip the whole thing. Yeah, no, it's good times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think, though, to remember that uh, let's say the worst that could happen is they go, oh, that's not that good. But then, you know, if there's another book, they're not going to go, oh, my God, there's that idiot. They're probably not even going to remember me because, <laughs> like, they're not going to care. And then... uh you know, maybe they'll try it again, because if it was if there was something they tried once, maybe they'll try it again and I'll have gotten better and it'll be better. Right. Yeah. Does that sound like a pretty good justification? I think that's the right way to look at it. And like nobody, you know, you don't hit a home run on your first time. Like that's so rare. Right. You yeah. know, it's just like put it out there, allow people to read it and enjoy it. Some people are going to really love it and that's going to carry you over the rest of the yeah feedback. that I think that would be amazing if someone someone I didn't know read my book and was like I loved it I think I I would just die happy like that would be amazing right yep but the only way that's going to happen is if I get it so that someone I don't know can actually read the book <laughs> and so they can't I, uh, read it on your computer <laughs> they well or if they do we have other problems <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mary I, I read can, that can book you imagine someone's <laughs> You're amazing. How did wait? Did you hack my computer? But but you liked it, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, okay, well, I won't. I won't arrest you. I won't turn you into the cops because you liked it. What did you like about it? <laughs> well, you've inspired me, Melissa. I, I think we should talk more about this in the future to kind of because this is a big this is a big thing. I think a lot of people deal with not just you know Maya uptight. <laughs> self so but common. uh yeah. yeah it's a common thing so you're being a good good voice of reason and uh and comfort so thank you yay well i think uh yeah I mean, we've had a good breakthrough i think that's the end of our session <laughs> um we are uh on social media and stuff please uh leave a review if you can um on apple podcasts and uh otherwise i guess we'll just uh wrap it and see you next time yeah 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 all right so remember writing is hard so take it easy i'm mary and i'm melissa bye bye, bye.